0: Good evening, God bless you. I can see people jumping online. God, good God, good evening wherever you are this evening. May God bless you and strengthen you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Wherever you are across the earth, you're joining us here at 7.32 here within the UK. And I pray all is well in your life. And may God strengthen you and bless you in the mighty name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. God is with you wherever you are at this hour as we just gather around the scriptures about 30 minutes or so here or thereabouts about 30 minutes we're just going to gather we're just going to rest we'll be still you know very unusual times we're still in very unusual times the screen behind me says peace be with you and I pray that there is peace in your heart your mind and your body and your soul may God strengthen you wherever you are Um, we're going to go into Psalm 34 but we're just waiting for people just to jump online I can see the social networks getting a little bit more lively as we just uh Just pressing in across the world, yeah, good evening wherever you are tonight, across the other side of the earth. We welcome you, whatever your time zone is, whatever your press on this world is, may God strengthen you and bless you. And for those that will capture this a week down the line, may God bless you in the world of podcasting. When this goes out a week later in the world of uh, Spotify, Buzzsprout and so many other podcasting platforms that we're on, and uh, Amazon Music, and so many other things. Yeah, God bless. Thank you. You can hear. Hallelujah. Amen. We are in, and we are ready to go. We're going to go to Psalm 34. We're going to go to Psalm 34. So I'll give you a moment just to grab a Bible, maybe on your electronic device, wherever you are. Um, I've had a bit of a strange sensation tonight, a bit of an unusual... I don't know what it was. I I don't know how to describe it. I was just studying, just reading earlier on, and everything just changed in my thinking and, and my understanding. I was just taken literally to Psalm 34. And um, we're just going to see how we go. We're just going to see how we go. And it starts off in verse one. Um, very emotional text that we're in tonight. And it's very different to what we've been looking at through the sermons, through the podcast and through all the recordings for the week. A very different drum beat tonight. very, very different. And I just want to Take you to verse eighteen, let me just put this glass on verse eighteen of psalm thirty four If anybody feels like this this evening, I just want to encourage you wherever you are, God is with you, and I know I keep saying that a lot, and you might hear me say that a lot, but it 's very, very important that we understand that God is with us in every situation, wherever you are, but for the last half an hour, thirty minutes i just I was just needing to get online, because I felt very nervous, I felt very strange, I wanted to get into this, you know, I was studying something else, I was looking at something else, then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, like a lightning bolt, Psalm 34, it just penetrated my innermost being. And um, this is verse 18, verse 18 of Psalm 34. And it says, the Lord is close to the broken hearted and save those who are crushed in spirit. If you are broken hearted tonight, if there is a situation that is breaking out in your life and you are trying to smile and you're trying to hold it together and you feel broken hearted and there is something breaking out in your innermost being, hold on. And it says there very clearly in verse 18, we're going to go back to verse 1 in a moment. It says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. There might be people in your life, in your situations around your life that have crushed you for so many years. Crushed your spirit, tried to stop your stretch on humanity, trying to to hold you, trying to, trying to control you, trying to dictate to you trying to hold you in, hem you in. I know we are living in a world that is very, uh, got the approach of of a herding uh, dynamics where we are herded to culture, life and all that. But there might be people that you have felt that you have been crushed in spirit. They've crushed you, your character. And and over these years, you've just been almost lost who you are, your identity. And I'm not talking about sexuality, gender, I'm not talking about all that, I am talking about lost who you are as a human being, as in the inner you, that that's through some unknown reason, from what has happened in your life, through relationships, family, work, life, whatever, whatever it has been. There's been a steady progression of someone or a situation or things happening around your life where you have felt that there's been a crushing, like a a very steady progress where you've suddenly been taken by surprise and you hit the point of life now and it feels that you've been crushed through society, through work, through whatever it may be. But I want to let you know, and I want to just read this again to you. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and those who are crushed in spirit. You know, God God is about to do new things in your life. God is about to do things that you never thought that was possible. God is setting you three, free sorry, from certain entrapments, in certain snares, in certain situations, certain issues at work, certain issues at home, certain uh, friendship groups, certain things around your life. There is, We are at a breakthrough point. And as we looked in Joshua a, free, a few weeks ago, we was looking very clearly in Joshua chapter 1, 2, and 3 about crossing the Jordan, about breaking camp. There is a breaking camp. You have March. you have walked, you have lived a certain way, you've you stayed in a cultural understanding, whether you're a westernized, whether you are come from whatever part of the world, whatever culture, there is a breaking of camp, there is a breaking down of cultures, of lifestyles, of, of the commute, there is so much being broken down, and walls are coming down, but through that process, there are many that feel that they've been crushed over the over years, over the years have been crushed and they've been like almost pushed into a, a cell position, almost like you could say a, a fetal position where where we've gone back almost to that womb experience of being in such that position uh, and, and you, can't, you can't express yourself, you don't know who you are, you've lost your identity in the character you, not in the gender you, I'm not talking about the gender issues, I'm not beating that tonight, not touching that, but I'm talking about the character you, who you really are, as an individual, a man or a woman, who you are, that society, culture, workplace, money, finance, every area of your life has been so pressurized for so long, but very gradually and very gradually and very gradually, you have lost who you are, you've lost your joy, you lost your peace, you lost that, that smile, you lost that fire, you lost that spark, You you lost but you wasn't lost, you lost that, but you you wasn't lost, because God is rescuing you, and there are new beginnings, whatever your life looks like at this moment, if you feel crushed in spirit, if you feel destroyed as a human being, if you feel that you've been manipulated and shaped, it may be there are people in your life, in the circle of your life, that are trying to manipulate you, can trying to control you, but it's not really you, I believe right now as we sit, as we stand, as we walk, wherever you are, that there is a breakthrough, that this is a moment of new beginnings, we are certainly living in end times, we are certainly seeing uh, unusual things happening so that is verse 18 of psalm 34 but i just want to go to verse 1 so we're going to go backwards a little bit and it says i will exalt the lord at all times in every situation through every area of life i've got to learn to exalt the lord at all times the good the bad the ugly the broken the busted the disgusted situations that are happening through society through culture through the way of life i've got to praise i will exalt him i've got to lift him because because as i lift him and i i do not allow myself to live by the circumstances of my life what is happening around me within me upon me over me if 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 i exalt the lord father i thank you lord i praise you lord i lift you up lord you are the king above all kings you are the god above all gods you are the great i am you are worthy of all praise when i exalt the lord at all times And then it says, his praise will always be on my lips. There's power in exhortation and there is power in worship. Now, I'm not referring to singing the latest worship song. I'm not referring to singing the latest whatever is in the Christian world, whatever is batting around that. I'm referring to exalting and lifting up the Lord at all times. Father, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, that you're blessing me, even though it doesn't look right. Lord, I thank you that you're guiding me, Lord. Father, I, I I believe that your plan for me is perfect. Lord, I believe your ways are just. I will exalt the Lord. And I believe that as we exalt the Lord and as we praise him and his and our praise will always be upon our lips. Father, I exalt you. I lift you up. Father, I worship you. I, I, I walk with you, Lord. I pray that you will help me and guide me and strengthen me and be with me as I exalt the Lord at all times. It doesn't say exalt pastors. It doesn't say exalt me. It doesn't say exalt one another, exalt humanity. It says exalt the Lord to, to elevate, to lift, to worship, to praise, to to lift up. I, I will lift him up above all circumstances that I'm going through. I will exalt the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. I will glory in the Lord. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice. There is something very powerful about having your back against the wall in human terminology, about being pressed. The Bible talks about being pressed on all sides, being to be in the position of where if God doesn't show up, I cannot find a way out of this situation. So when it says, oh, I will give glory to the Lord, let, let the afflicted hear and rejoice. Glory with me at all times. Let us exalt his name together. His name is wonderful his name is marvelous he is the counselor he is the great i am he is the seven i am's he is your jehovah jireh he is your jehovah shalom he is your healer he is your provider he is your god and he is your king he is your savior he is your rock of ages he is the first and he is the last the name i will exalt the name and then the bible says at the name of jesus every knee shall bow on the earth under the earth through the earth every tongue confess that jesus christ is lord when i understand who god is when christ is who the power of the holy spirit is when i understand that god said let there be light and there was when i understand that he is the creator of heaven and earth i will exalt him i will praise him i will worship him i really believe let's just lift off the lid of christianity for a moment whether i'm a churchgoer or non churchgoer i really believe humanity families, life, whether you're married, unmarried, going through a divorce, getting married, whatever your situation is, whatever our situations are in our lives, we are human beings trying to live in a very confused society and a very confused world. The world is exhausted. Humanity is tired. You know, parents are weary. Uh, whoever you are, hum- humanity is tired and weary. So what do we pull from this? What do we dissect from this situation. We cannot live in a world that is being attacked on onslaught. There is an onslaught on humanity, on your, your freedom, your freedom of speech, on the way that you live, on the way that you walk, on the way that you 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 move as a human being just generally. There is a very hard press at this moment. There are certain areas of life that are pushing the, the cashless society in quite a few areas at this moment. There are places that are really pushing serious policies. There are areas that are really pushing certain buttons around the world. And humanity is tired within itself, let alone... So, now we talk about being a believer, so as a believer, and we 're living in the Word of God, and you look at the Ten Commandments and you think, "Oh my Lord, the Ten Commandments, Father, I need you just to be able to just to be able to push through them and to understand them, we are living in very arduous times. So when the psalmist writes in Psalms 34, I will, I will exalt the Lord at all times. Now is a time as a human being, and as I am a sinner saved by grace, I'm a son of the living God. I know that my Redeemer lives, and because he lives, I can face tomorrow. But just trying to face today, sometimes today has enough trouble in today. Have you ever felt like you just want to literally run? Have you ever felt like you just want to go, I cannot cope? With anymore. My bones are aching. My body is weary. My mind has hit a block. I can't think. I can't reason. I can't articulate. I'm lost for words. My speech seems to be gone. I, I can't focus. People are trying to talk to you. And, and then suddenly you feel like you've glazed over and you can't engage in a conversation. Humanity is so overloaded. Hum- humanity is so pressed at this moment in time with so much stuff going on within within the the, the understanding of the UK <clears throat> we are stretched beyond human ability we are stretched beyond what the human body the human mind the body the bible talks about mind the body the spirit and the soul we are stretched but by the power of the holy spirit and by the power of the word of god and by the power of his presence in your life and my life all things are possible to those who believe. I've got to get myself into that position of believing. We are at the extremities. We are at the extreme ends of stress, worry, doubt, fear, this happening, that happening, and... Um, is this going to happen? Is that going to happen? Will it happen? It might not happen. We are always trying to anticipate and trying to analyze and trying to dissect and di- dissect areas of our lives and trying to roadmap and just trying to plan and trying to sort things out. But the Bible says the just shall live by faith. Are you stretched? Do you feel tired and weary? Do your bones ache? And it says in verse, let's pick this up in verse four. I sought the Lord And he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. I love the way the scripture talks about the fears of a person, the fears of a believer, the the fears. It says, I sought the Lord. I looked for him. I called for him. I chased him. I shouted. I sought him. God, where are you in my life? It says, I sought the Lord. And he answered me. And he delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. This poor man called. This poor man called, and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all of his troubles. Time. Time is critical. Have you noticed how quick the seasons are just acceleration accelerating? There's an acceleration in life, a culture, every area. The seasons are just changing one after the other. You know, we're approaching uh, Christmas, and then we're approaching everything else. Everything is so fast. It's so fast, the human being can't keep up with everything that's going on. But I just want to encourage you tonight, seek God, seek the, the Savior, seek the Word of God look for god in all things exalt him in your life even when things don't look like god is in that or something is breaking out and there's trouble and you're trying to deal with situations just keep seeking god i will exalt the lord at all times his praise will always be upon my lips father i thank you sometimes it can be very difficult to pray. Sometimes it can be very difficult to even focus on being a Christian. And and what does that look like? What does that mean? What actually does that mean to be a Christian? Christ in me. That's all I need to know that Christ is in me. And as a human being, I have my idiosyncrasies. I have my failings. I have my problems. I have my situations. Do I suffer with pride? Do I suffer with anger? Do I suffer with all the things, am I a jealous person, am I a fearful person, am I a forgiving person, do I uh, forgive or I don't forgive, there are so many things to the, the, the makeup of a human being, the way we're wired, the way we think, the way that we look at life, the way that we process things, the way that our mind ticks, the way that we might be a deep thinker, we might be someone that don't hardly think at all, we might bounce in depression, we might not even experience depression we might just be completely happy and, and, and carefree and just go along with the flow Joe it really it really is so different for every one of us but what I would encourage you to do tonight is to get yourself into the Word of God seek Christ with every fiber every strength every ounce of energy you got is to seek the living word to seek Christ not don't follow me please don't follow me don't don't when i say follow me you understand what i'm saying it's great that we follow each other on the socials that we connect through the socials it's great that we have these platforms where we can share things but what i'm saying is don't follow me as a human being follow don't follow anyone but jesus it says seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and everything else shall be added unto thee you know god is moving powerfully in your life God is moving on you, in you, through you, and around you. His love endures forever. And however you feel about yourself, whatever you see in front of you, whatever you feel that is around you, are you fearful of certain people in your life? Do not allow the fear of humanity to drown you. People are drowning because of historical events through certain people, certain life experiences, certain workplace issues, certain bullying situations, certain narcissistic people that may have been around us or in, in our lives. Do not allow culture, do not allow economics, do not allow the political, do not allow the business, do not allow the workplace, do not allow humanity to control you. You are free because the Bible says who the sun sets free is free indeed and God is with you and whatever you see, whatever you do, wherever you are, God is with you at this moment in time. Maybe you've had a, a prodigal son experience where you've almost thought, right, that's it, I'm leaving the church, I'm, I'm moving out, I'm never going to go back to church, I'm never going to experience that again. You know, the father knew that I will be a prodigal before I even decided to be, become a prodigal. The father knows that the son is going to come back before the son even decides that the, the son's coming back to the father's house. The prodigal son story is a very interesting story. It's a very deep theological stretch because it's talking about the love of the father for his son and that the father never, give, never gives up on the son. The father never gives up on you and the father never gives up on me. The father is always looking out for his children. Our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The father in heaven, the king above all kings, the God of, Above all gods, the God that created this heaven and this earth, the God that is in the atoms, the God that said, Let there be light, is for you and not against you. God is for you. God loves you. God loves you unconditionally. It doesn't matter how we feel, how we uh, uh, look at our emotions, it doesn't matter how we beat ourselves up and we look at our historical events. Let's not allow our history to control our destiny. Our history is now to the cross of Calvary. Every hour, every minute, every second, every millisecond of our life is going into history. So our history automatically gets now to the cross of Calvary. We do not, do not have to present that to Christ. Yes, there is power in, re- in redemption and there is power in repentance. But there was one sacrifice once and for all. The sacrifice of Christ. Now, there is there is a story of the father handing over the son that the church and I believe preachers through all generations haven't really looked at, of how the father, the God, above all gods, the God of Israel, sacrificed his one and only son. So when you look at the Godhead, the Son, Christ Jesus, and it says it says very clearly that we we, we was in this yesterday, and it hit me really really powerfully, hit me right in the heart that God, um, intentionally intentionally had that plan. It was already written, it was already discussed, it was already spoken, it was already there. And if I had time, we could have turned over the scripture. But it it is a powerful text, and it is in the book of Acts. And see if I've I've got it still referenced. Now, this is verse 23 of Acts chapter 2. This man was handed over to you by God's deliberate plan and foreknowledge. And you, with help or sorry with helping of the wicked men, put him to death uh, by nailing him to the cross, but God raised him from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death because it was impossible for death to keep him or to hold him now what is extremely powerful to the human concept of Christianity and the thinking God deliberately. God's deliberate plan, the scripture says. God's deliberate plan. What was the deliberate plan? The deliberate. What does deliberate mean? We understand what deliberate means. It was intentional. There was a purpose. God was not going to change it. His deliberate plan. What was the deliberate plan of God? To send his son to the cross of Calvary, John 3, 1-6. God's deliberate plan was a redemption plan before the creation of the world. I know we've spoken and I know we've dealt with this and I know we looked at this, but I just want to let you know that God loves you before time, before any clock, before the sun, before the moon, before the stars, before the wa- the waves of the ocean, before a grain of sand came into existence in this physical realm in which we live now we know that there are different realms we there we know that there are we are this this realm that we are in we know that there is a, a there is a fourth dimension and it goes on because of the spirit world that we cannot see so there are dimensions beyond the human understanding the human mind the concept the thinking the process of life there is a world that is beyond this physical world which we call through scripture the spiritual realms that the gospel writer experience that where he said I had I was lifted up on the Lord's day. I I I was lifted up to the heavens beyond human that I I see things, I, I experience things that are not permissible. My mouth cannot express My heart cannot put into the human language. I see inexpressible things beyond human reasoning, beyond the physics and the process of the test tube. I see things beyond human reasoning in that spiritual world, in that world that is beyond human uh, acceptance and beyond human understanding. And I want to let you know the God that is outside of this physical world knew everything about our lives before our lives even began to be in the physical process of living. I will exalt the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. God knew every footstep before my foot took the step that he knew that I would step through and in. God knew the good moves. God knew the bad moves. God knew... The good lifestyle choices, God knew the bad lifestyle choices, but he still did not refuse to save me or to save you. It says God's deliberate plan was to send his son to the cross of Calvary. No human, no soldier was going to stop this. They was just instrumental in facilitating what God had already processed and spoke about and prophesied through the prophets of old. The human beings at the cross of Calvary and the crucifixion of Christ were only the instruments that the human being, the vehicle of humanity would see through the eyes of human beings to see what God foreknew for predestined for each and every one of us to have and that was salvation before the very beginning of time because God mentions to Adam something very clear. He said if you take of that tree you will die. So death was in the understanding and was in the vocabulary of God and in the conversation between God himself and Adam. He said if you take of of that tree, you will die. So, if God knew the word death and die, there had to be a remedy, there had to be a plan. So, in the book of Acts that we have been looking at and we quickly skimmed and just breezed over yesterday, God's deliberate plan. Was to save humanity. Now, when he created humanity in the garden, the garden was in its fullness, was in its beauty, was in its beyond human understanding, beyond what we could ever imagine or think about. God created so much beauty and power in that garden. But as the fall of the garden, and as we have looked at, and through the traveling uh, experience of space, time and matter and the devastation out in the universes and the rock formation and what uh, the, the, um, the astrologers and those that study uh, beyond the human eye uh, in the telescope, what they are bringing back, they are talking about devastation. How can the devastation get there? there the Bible talks very clearly about the devastation. And the devastation happened when the tree was taken from and that spiritual rip right the way through time, right the way through eternity, right the way through. So there is a devastation out there that was caused by the fall of the garden. But the fall of the garden was part and was in the process of what we have here, the deliberate plan. So God will deliver us. God will set us free. From our fears and our worries. Now, are you broken-hearted tonight? God will deliver you because he is the God of the universe. Sometimes it can be very difficult to grasp the enormity and the size of this eternal God. We read about him as the God of Israel. I believe that he presents himself as the God of Israel because when we, when we talk about the God of Israel, we can almost... Bring it to a point of picture formation with our mind that we think of Israel, we think of the God of Israel, but actually when you think he is the God of eternity, he is the God of beyond time, he is the God before anything was created, imagine what it must, I can't even imagine what it was like before the formation of the world, before God said, before God moved, before what what was that like when time didn't exist as we know time at this moment? What was it like, you know, before before the beginning? What was it like? Because when we think of the beginning, the beginning is always the beginning because it just keeps going. It keeps going backwards and backwards and backwards, and it goes forwards and it goes forwards and it goes forwards. So eternity is a big word. And when you think about eternity the distance, it, 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 it's just impossible for the human mind and the concept of the human being to to gravitate the enormity of that word eternity. So eternity is in front, but also if I go back historically and I go back to Genesis, 6,000, 5,000 years, whatever that may be, and I look back, the earth is very young. The earth is is very young, but we will find that through... Uh, I don't want to get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop that. But if, if if you go back to when Genesis was written and spoken into being, and when Moses started to put this into the writing formation, when God said, "Let there be," what was there before God said, "Let there be"? There was just nothing. We cannot understand what what nothing is because we have everything around us, so we're not used to understanding the the quietness of nothing that the, just the stillness of nothing existence so in the, in the psalm in psalm 34 i will exalt the lord at all times his praise will always be on my lips i will glory in the lord let the afflictive hear so when i read these texts it really brings into a quick understanding that what the issues i have or we have are nothing to this eternal god they are just grains of sand, but they are so big. They are so enormous to us. They are beyond. They are bigger. They're, they're like our Jericho. How many Jerichos we got? Remembering that God that dropped the walls of Jericho created the walls of Jericho through the formation of uh the rock formation through the the fossils, through everything. God created everything. There is nothing in existence that God does not know about. There is no thought pattern from all humanity on the earth that God does not know about. God knows this is is too big for me to grasp, but I want to let you know, God is close to the brokenhearted. God is close to those that feel crushed in spirit. So when I spoke about the father's story, the story—I would say—a big untold story. And what I mean by a big untold story is that the the separation between the father and the son, the son and the father, at that cross point, that cross moment. Imagine what that was like. That 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 that, that, touring, that tearing, that that wrenching, that that moment when 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 that when it was just the bleakness, you know. I can't actually imagine that, but but that was intentional. Why was it intentional? Because of the fall of the garden. Why was the fall of the garden? The fall of the garden is because humanity likes to listen to Lucifer's voice more than the voice of God. Isn't it interesting that the scripture says, My sheep will know my voice. And there are many religious people out there saying, well, you are a believer and you really should know uh, his voice and you shouldn't really be in question of his voice. Let me tell you, Adam and Eve heard his voice and they was clearly hearing his voice more than we will ever hear his voice at that particular point. They, it says God walked in the call cool of the garden. They heard his voice audible, so strong, so powerful you know, beyond human reasoning, what we know, they had this conversation, and God said, if you take from this, you will die, but they chose, she chose, they chose, however, whatever, and we know that scripture goes, they, the choice was to listen to the lesser voice than to the voice, the voice of God, the God that said, let there be light, when God spoke universes came into formation the stars lit up across time time suddenly started to spring out oxygen started to formation water drops you know insects beyond what the human eye can see beyond the distance of the lens of uh, a microscope All everything came into existence when god said let there be but the voice that spoke Everything into being was clear to the ones in the garden. And the choice, the choice and the free will, the power of free will, oh my God. So let's bring this to the table. Let's bring this to the Passover table. We know that the church speaks a lot about Easter. Easter. But really, we should be talking about the Passover, the passing over of God. You will find that in Exodus very clearly. So as we take of the Passover tonight, I pray that wherever you are, as you break bread with me, we will realize that God is with us and God is for you. If God is for me, who can be against me? But I get, we get, humanity gets trapped in the box that we have been brought up in. And sometimes we're fighting to break out of the box of life because we are familiar with our upbringing, we are familiar with our setting, we are familiar with people around us, we are familiar with being familiar, and sometimes being familiar with what is around us traps us, holds us back, When the best is before us, the best is before, the best is before. Now, as I come to the table tonight, I want to say this very clearly. Father, forgive me of my sins, but I thank you that my sins are now to the cross of Calvary. And Lord, I thank you that I am forgiven. I am washed in the blood of Jesus. Lord, I pray for all those that that have some connection to Psalm 34, Lord, that you'll strengthen them and bless them and guide them and heal them. Lord, the area of Psalm 34 that I'm connected with tonight. Lord, that part that is drawing me into Psalm 34. Lord, we thank you for freedom in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, for everyone on the other side of this lens. I pray, God, whether they're just skimming through the socials, whether on YouTube, wherever they are tonight in the world of podcasting, I pray tonight, God, that they will feel the fire of the living God. Lord, take me to a place where I'm completely trusting in the Father. I thank you for the environment around me. I thank you for this world in which I walk on. But Lord, help me, Lord, to pray the prayer. Tear the walls down around me that I'm being boxed in. Cultural walls, work walls, situational walls, every wall, Father, that is being built up around us, possibly by work, by life, by economics, by the situation, by whatever. We cannot box ourselves in. Do not box yourself in. The reason I spoke about creation and the universe and the uh, the power of God's word mixed with Psalm 23 is is that we are bigger. Now, let me say, let me, let me, Forget what I just said there. Erase that. Our God is bigger than what we can ever imagine or ask. Our God will turn the impossible into the possible. We serve a God that calls the things that are not as though they are. So as we approach the table, and what table do we approach? We approach the table of remembrance. Forget the word Easter. Erase the word Easter out of our vocabulary. If you want to keep that word, that's entirely up to you, but I'm erasing the word Easter and I'm replacing that with the Passover. I'm remembering the passing over of the angel of death and the blood will be a sign above above the doorpost, above the lintel of the house. So Father, I pray for myself and everybody online, Everybody that my eyes have come in contact with today, everybody that I've spoken to via email, via text, via whatever connection and communication we have with people around us. Father, I pray that you will touch their hearts, their lives. Father, that they will feel your presence, that they will feel safe, that they will feel loved, that they will feel your presence and your goodness and your mercy. And Lord, that they will look to the heavens. They will look to the heavens. Keep our eyes on Jesus. Fathers, we break bread together tonight. I thank you for the power of the breaking of bread in Jesus' name because, Lord, I'm doing this in remembrance of thee. So, Lord, this is about Jesus. This is about Jesus. He is your God. He is your King. He is your Saviour. He is your Redeemer. He is your Rock of Ages. Thank you, in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to take a cup in a few moments. And I just want to read again. If you can just bear with me. Let's just turn through this Bible. This Bible is absolutely battered and bruised, but where are we? Where are we? Where are we? We're on the other side of that. Right, we're coming to take the cup. You may go ahead of me. You may stay with me. However, you want to do that—that that is your choice. Because you do what you need to do when you need to do that. Break bread when you need to. Take it a cup when you need to. You know that—that that is the power of this. I just want to read this again. I just got to just got to read this again to each and every one of us. And it's coming from the Book of Acts, Acts chapter two. It says here: This man was handed over to you by God's deliberate plan and for knowledge. It was a deliberate plan. The redemption plan was a deliberate plan. You was in the deliberate plan because the deliberate plan was to hand over the son to the soldiers, to the leaders, to the authorities for redemption. You are redeemed. You are redeemed. You are blessed You might be going through the biggest battle. You might be going through the biggest, loneliest point of your life. You might feel like everyone is out to get you and tear you and and tear you down. You might feel like you just need to run and just, uh, just almost evaporate away from people and situations and work, culture, life. But let me tell you about a love. There is a love of the Father's love for you that goes beyond my capabilities as a human being to express John 3.16 and even in the Old Testament it says that his love endures forever. The love of God is beyond, I believe, any theologian's stretch, any great thinker's stretch beyond the articulating, Capabilities of a human being to actually express through the power of vocabulary the power of the love of God. We see the demonstration of his love through the cross of Calvary. We see the demonstration, we accept the demonstration, but do I really feel the impact of the demonstration of the scripture? I don't think that it is possible to understand the fullness of the love of God as we are as human beings, sinners saved by grace. His love is so strong that, I, that, I, that my vocabulary and my understanding and my limitation as a person cannot get over certain vocabulary stumbling blocks because I, I am not equipped enough, I am not articulate enough, I am not a deep thinker enough to get to the end and the vastness of God's love because it is beyond human reasoning, it is beyond the depths of humanity, it is beyond. So as we take of this cup, how do I express my love for you, God? How 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 can how can I verbalize it? It's impossible. It really is impossible. But do you know what? God's love is so powerful. That's why humanity can't grasp it, because he is the God above all gods. He's the God that created every angelic heavenly host. He's the God that created every sand on this earth. He is the God that knows how atoms and how oxygen and, and, and every fiber of this world is moving at every second of every moment. Of He he is outside of the universe. He is beyond the, what the, the greatest telescope could ever see. He is outside. When time stops, he still is. When the universes come to a position of... The human being not being able to see the the stratospheres, the, the the enormity of the universe beyond human understanding and beyond reason. He's outside of that, far and above, above and beyond. So as we take this cup, I thank you, Jesus, that blood was shed at the cross of Calvary. Come, Holy Spirit. Give everyone those that need peace tonight, peace. The Bible says, blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are the peacemakers. Live in peace. Live in hope. Live in the word of God. Live in the power of the Holy Spirit. May God bless you as we take of this in Jesus' name. Amen. We're there. We've reached that place. May God bless you and strengthen you. The power of the Holy Spirit. Just be the comforter that you require wherever you are at this moment. Maybe you're facing decisions in your life that are the biggest decisions that you could ever face as a human being. Seek God. Walk by faith. Trust Him. He is close to the brokenhearted. He is with you in every situation. And I thank God for your life because God created your life. God sees you in everything. So as the evening progresses and we are 20, uh, at 18 minutes past eight, as I just look at this clock, we've gone 47 minutes into this broadcast. So wherever you are today, wherever you are this evening, this morning, whatever your time zone is around the world, and I thank you for joining us this evening in this broadcast, I just pray that you will just rest in Jesus. Rest in the word. If you are troubled tonight, exhort the Lord at all times. His praise will always be upon my lips. God bless you. We will see you very, very soon. Wherever you are tonight, never give up hope. We're out of here. We're off. God bless you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, he is worthy of all praise. We will see you soon. Wednesday evening. Wednesday evening at 7.30 and also that's for Bible study Wednesday morning for coffee and prayer around about half past nine depending uh, what time we hit the, the button to launch so may God bless you and strengthen you tonight, God is with you, never give up stay in the word of God and keep pressing, God bless To Elin Church from this latest podcast, you can find us on Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Alexa, Mixcloud, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube.